everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Uh, cold morning, nine degrees, and that is our overnight low. Tonight, even colder, uh, air temperature will be around one, and we'll see some winds tonight, and our wind chill values could be as cold as 10 below zero tonight. We've got a seven day stretch of cold weather for sure, mm -hmm. and uh, Saturday morning should be awful, negative one for your trip out to uh, your Saturday activities. Like the polar plunge. Like the polar plunge. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that? No. No, I have not either. Um, I would never do it. I would never do it either. I've gone and watched, but uh, yeah, so it is uh, January 29th at Eagle's Nest Bar and Grill. Register at uh, 12.30 p.m. So, you know, it's not first thing in the morning, so this, hopefully the sun gets out. 2 p.m. costume parade and plunge awards and after splash bash immediately following the plunge. And of course, this supports Special Olympics Michigan. We will be there and I'm sure uh, Rick Belcher and Clark Click Spirit will be there. They, they cover every, every time someone jumps in the lake, they're there. Yeah, it is, uh, it's fun to watch. If you've never gone, it's fun to just go and, go and watch. So, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, the costumes are a lot of fun to watch. Some of the costumes, I don't think the folks think them through because once they get wet, they disintegrate off, and sometimes you have less clothes than you were wearing when you went in. <laughs> and some of them can be heavy uh, when wet, and people have a hard time getting. Well, out yeah, of the water. If you, I think there's. I, I don't think you should jump with uh, like heavy boots on, or you do see a lot of people in tennis shoes but I don't think you should jump in uh, heavy boots or anything like that. Well, your puffy coat or your puffy <laughs> Speedo should be the, uh, <laughs> the order of the day on Saturday. Uh, yesterday, Governor Gretchen Whitmer announced that um, she's been, every day she issues a press release about what she's going to be talking about with the, uh, her state of the state. And she will be talking about taxes, but she, uh, about two weeks ago, she asked for submissions, artwork, uh, for the state of the state uh, program book cover and it was a competition and yesterday she announced um, she selected a winner a student at Oxford High School Luke painted this and it's a painting Ooh, of wow, a photo beautiful. that was taken in the parking lot of Oxford High School a week before the tragedy so that will be inside the um, 2022 state of the state program cover and the student, Luke, said, what is most special to me about Oxford are the stunning sunsets and sunrises atop North Oxford Road, which brings light to a new day. Governor Whitmer said, Oxford is a strong, resilient community, and Michiganders everywhere stand with the victims, families, and entire community. So it's a beautiful painting. Very, and, very nice, yeah. very nice. Oxford went back uh, to school yesterday. We got to see some photos. My cousin Cheryl posted some some uh, links. The inside of that school has just been completely renovated. Uh, carpet on all the uh, hallways. Um, lockers have been kind of redone. There's been murals added. Um, there will be comfort dogs in the school. It's, uh, it'll be, I, I'm excited to talk to Jonah in a week or so and ask him, you know, what school, what school is like before and, and what school is like now. Um, you know, they've had the high school kids have been off for about two months, really. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of hear how they're dealing with that. I, I assume that they're happy to be back together. Um, I, would, I know I would be happy to be back together with my friends after something like that. Yeah, and I think that was one of the toughest things <clears throat> for all those students. Uh, they weren't really able to um, bond. Um, yeah, if you didn't have uh, sports or an extracurricular that, that kept going, you really had to uh, rely on some of the school. Sc the school district did um, offer a ton of activities for uh, the kids to get together. But, you know, if you didn't take advantage of those, you, you haven't been in school for two, two months. Yeah, the kids, um, every student at Oxford High School got a care package uh, last month um, from the school. They put together uh, a box with all kinds of goodies and coping uh, tools. And I think a lot of the um, businesses in, in the state and organizations have also been very supportive of um, the students of Oxford. So that's been great to see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last night, our uh, United Way of Jackson County announced they are merging. Have you heard? No, this is news to me. Uh, they are merging with two neighboring United Ways. Uh, they are joining up with Capital Area United Way and United Way of the Battle Creek and Kalamazoo region. They are creating a new <coughs> nonprofit called United Ways of South Central Michigan. And I know they've been working on this for a while, and I think they can use uh, each other to um, do some of the things that they do that are the same in each of the communities that they serve. And people are worried, oh, are they gonna lose staff? No. Well, that's good. Uh, are they gonna lose local um, offices or local people? No. <coughs> uh, Ken told the uh, president and CEO of the United Way of Jackson County, uh, he'll, he'll remain as, as president. They're going to, uh, the three organizations together are gonna form a new board and then they'll select uh, people from all three of the organizations to be part of the new board. That's great. Yep. So that means that, uh, yeah, resources pooled together and uh, more, more people help. So that's good, mm -hmm. it's good stuff. Yep. All three United Ways have uh, a similar uh, focus. Uh, and over the last several years, it's been uh, <coughs> helping people uh, get on a path to uh, financial stability. So that is continuing to be their focus, particularly during this pandemic. And they report that uh, more and more people have uh, become uh, in the category Alice. And this is uh, the asset limited uh, group of people that essentially are living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. And uh, one, one car breakdown or uh, uh, one emergency can um, really cause financial uh, ruin, but just day-to-day -day stress and, and distress. Yeah, um, luckily we have great organizations like the United Way to help some of those uh, citizens out. I uh, wanted to tell you, um, this news comes late for someone like me, but all these uh, standardized tests are going digital now. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, a lot of colleges have kind of gone away from these the last few years, but everything, you know, the SAT and, and ACT will be, <coughs> the SAT will be all digital by 2024. I didn't take the SAT. Um, the SAT was the test 
that you always heard about in movies or books. Mm -hmm. We never took that here, I don't think. Brandon, did you take the SAT? Only or, if you were going out of state. Okay. Yeah, yeah was only AC, you had the ACT. ACT. Do you remember what you got on the uh, SAT? I do, because you asked me earlier, and I, for some reason it stuck with me, 1190. Interesting. I, I, you must yeah. have thought that that was like a high score. It was a high score. Okay. I uh, do know, what's a perfect score, like a 1500? I don't know, but I do remember um, the day you took your ACT. It was at Jackson High School. Uh, we dropped you off. <laughs> no, we didn't drop you off. You drove. Did you drive to it? I don't know. Whatever. Drove. You, drove, you drove to the Jackson High parking lot, decided you weren't going in, That's and spent the next three hours at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that is true. That's not true. true. Yes, it is. Dunkin' Donuts? That's where you That's went. That's not true. I mean, Clifton Ross took the test right next to each <laughs> no. other. I did take it three times, and my aggregate was, well, let's say 23. <laughs> Your yes. other boy, he got a 30 on it Yeah. Well, the first time you went to take the test, you did not go in the building. You were intimidated and scared, and you went to the Dunkin' Donuts. I, I remember that. I don't know if I would have gone to Dunkin' Donuts for that long. Well, that's what... Uh, I'm pretty sure I took the test. Eventually. I I, no, I took the test three times. Trust <laughs> me, I remember. I took those tests. And um, I think you get a 14 just for putting your name on it. <laughs> I, I remember when I, I got there, it's like, oh my gosh, there's math. <laughs> like, yeah, the uh, TI-85 calculator, those, uh, those are handy if you know how to use them. <laughs> that was my problem. I had yeah. the calculator, but you didn't know how to I use didn't it. know how to use it. Our, um, we didn't have any advanced prep. We didn't even know, have advanced notes. We just showed up one day, and it's like, oh, we're taking this test. That's probably the and same By the way, they're not only are they going digital, they're cutting it from three hours to two hours. I think they should just get rid of the whole thing. Well, I think over the course of the pandemic, it's become less uh, of a tool that college admissions uh, officials look at. And I think some people, they just, we're not doing the test. That, yeah. Didn't they do that? We're not doing the test. That I think there was a big movement from the, I'm not a good test taker people. And, <laughs> uh, and that's kind of right. led to this. So I'm not a good test taker either, if that makes sense. It's, uh, well, I've known that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of school news, I'm seeing all these weird stories. Uh, administrators on leave, so-and-so here, this, that. What is going on with the Petoskey Band? Something new? I don't know, but there's the band, they're still on administrative leave. Oh. Do you, you know I this? I didn't know that. Yes. No. I need to know what's going on with the Petoskey Band. I, they, they're... Three band directors have been on administrative leave for months, wow. and uh, it's just quiet. It's well, just very quiet up there. You know bands. You know, you can ask your uh, aunt, Kathy. I don't want to get her in trouble. She, I don't want her poking around. <laughs> well, she uh, actually works for St. Francis uh, right, this School. Is, I'm talking about the... I know, but she does have ends because her, she did have kids in the band. At the time, I'm just yeah, I'm just interested to. I was reading some things online, and uh, it sounds like there's a big miss or just a big lack of communication between administrators and band members and parents. Something is under investigation, and uh, folks are not happy about it. And it's been going on for uh, an awfully long time. And band is huge in Petoskey. I know you won't let this go, so I'm sure you'll get to the bottom. I'm of not going to let it go. Here's someone that's a good test taker, I'm sure. Uh, Amy Schneider, do you know who she is? Mm, I don't know that I do. Now do you know who she is? Yes, I do. She is the queen of Jeopardy as of last night. 
She won her 39th game, so she's number two on the hit game show's all-time consecutive wins list. She has a total winnings of $1,319,800. She married? <laughs> no, I was asking that because I wonder what it'd be like being married to someone who was always right. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you ask Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not watching. She is, um, actually, she's got some other first. Um, most uh, successful woman in the show's history. First transgender contestant to qualify for the Tournament of Champions and the highest performing transgender person in the show's history. And Ken Jennings is the only contestant to win more games. And you know what? He's the host of the show. So he can't win nope. anymore. No. You so. do love Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's there. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Um, you know, we've been talking about uh, you know, COVID a lot. And uh, you had uh, Dr. Kateyan on recently. Yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yes. I saw, you know, Sparrow has 180 patients. Um, you know, what's interesting about Dr. Kateyan talking about how it was kind of like a, um, a lot of patients and then a big drop and then back up high again to the most uh, ever. Well, it is so up and down. It's um, crazy. Sparrow is actually going to see an infusion of staff from the federal government. They're going to have uh, federal troops. 25-person medical team is going to support Sparrow's <clears throat> hospitals. Uh, doctors and nurses. Yeah, there's, you know, uh, and I saw their um, CEO uh, on a news clip last night, and and he said uh, nearly 100%, uh, he said the words nearly 100% of the folks that are dying are those that are have not been vaccinated mm -hmm. still. So I know there's been some new um, talk in the uh, vaccine world about new vaccine maybe just for Omicron or how, how does it work? Com you know, Delta, Omicron. So there's a lot, a lot to be, uh, still to be uh, said. Yeah, Pfizer's beginning tests uh, right now to determine whether the, uh, the, the new vaccine they're developing specifically for Omicron <coughs> is going to be uh, effective and, and uh, safe. So watch for that in the uh, weeks and months ahead. Yesterday, Dr. Katan uh, told us that right now there are 70 persons at Henry Ford Allegiance Health being treated for COVID and 95% of those hospitalized are not fully vaccinated. And that means the booster, 95%. I think those are the, really the numbers you have to go on at this point or what the uh, healthcare officials that are uh, live and will essentially live in the, the hospital. You have to take their information on, uh, on that. And if you boil it down to just that number, I think that should be enough, but unfortunately, it's not for some people. Did right you now, know in Jackson County, there's uh, over 4,100 uh, active cases right now of COVID, and that's our highest that we've seen throughout the pandemic, and that number is actually likely low. Dr. Katane says there's a lot of people with COVID that got the self-tests. Yeah, for that sure. It's not reported anywhere. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, um, it's, it's been hard to find those tests at stores in Jackson, which means people are buying them and then testing them. Yeah, I mean, if you, and that's what you're supposed to do if you are not, um, if you don't have a lot of symptoms and you, you are supposed to take care of yourself at home and not go to the mm -hmm. hospital and jam up the ER if you're fine. Um, statewide though, um, hospitalizations are slightly down, up in Jackson, statewide down. And uh, the case, uh, daily case count is down, but again, it's, it doesn't have much meaning anymore because so many people that are being self-diagnosed through the 
uh, pharmacy tests, it's not reported in the database. And right. um, schools, they, they've essentially stopped uh, reporting, for the most part, um, numbers because of all the limitations that are now in place. So the numbers uh, through the state database on school outbreaks they don't mean, they're meaningless. It's incomplete. It is really, and incomplete. now that you have the five day, five day deal, with the five day quarantine, five day uh, mask, everything's just kind of crazy and up in the air. So uh, I'm looking forward to warm weather. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, well I think that's gotta You help. know what today is? Uh, February. Today's, no, today 25th. is opposite day. But did you know, Brandon, by in fact declaring today opposite day, it is not opposite day because <laughs> The opposite of opposite day is a regular normal day. So that that's it. Sense. That's that all I have. Okay. Does that make sense? So anyways, Noah, I love you. <laughs> hey, let's get to some sports. Oh, yeah. Time that's for good. our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. We had uh, some cancellations due to the weather last night. COVID-19 played a factor. You know, you have some of these small basketball and wrestling teams. You know, one person gets it on the team, and, and you're out for a week. Even if it's a big team. That's right. Boys basketball, Napoleon, they beat Hanover Horton 55-46. to 46, Probably a little bit of a closer game than uh, the home team Pirates wanted. But they continue their hot streak. Girls basketball, Jonesville 42, Concord 27, and it was Homer 54, Lumen Christie 24. We've got some action tonight. Uh, boys basketball, Blissfield at Columbia, Concord at Quincy, Tecumseh at Jackson, Springport at Jonesville. Girls basketball, we are going to have Detroit Edison at Western. We're going to have the game at 10 p.m. Detroit Edison at Western. We cannot broadcast live from Western due to MHSAA something. And uh, so we'll have that game at 10. So that'll be, uh, that'll be great. First chance to see the Lady Panthers on JTV this year. Competitive cheer, Cascades Jamboree at Michigan Center. I'll take Michigan Center in that one. Bowling, EJ at Jonesville, and Western at Lumen Christi, and that one will be at Jack's 60. I'm anxious to see uh, Western girls yesterday, or uh, last week they beat a team uh, something like 70 to 16. Oh. My goodness, yeah. can you believe it? They're very good. Yeah. They're very good. And uh, they're playing, is this the number one team in the state, Noah, tonight? Yeah, the number one team in the state. It's also a utility. Yeah, it is a utility. Yeah, Detroit Edison. Edison. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it should be a great night. Mm -hmm. They'll bring their, uh, they'll bring their. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, today's show is being brought to you by Jackson's Playhouse. Jackson's Playhouse now offering yearly memberships for $120, and that's a great deal. Visit Jackson's for fun and imaginative play, located in the Summit Oaks Mall, Plaza? Plaza. Plaza. I like Plaza. Plaza. Uh, at Ferguson Corners in Jackson. And it's got, they keep adding stuff. It's amazing. It's, it's nice, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very nice in there. Who's on the show today? Today we have Janelle Merritt from American One and pharmacist and new dad. Austin Brown.
Welcome back to the morning show on JTV with us now from American One Credit Union, Janelle Merritt. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good doing, morning. Doing really well. Good. Did uh, I have to ask you, did you buy a new car yet? I did. <laughs> yes. You did? Yes. <laughs> I bought my vehicle at the end of the year. So right between Christmas and New Year's, awesome. right when life is like crazy busy anyhow, I was like, you know what? It is a good time to buy a car. Awesome. This is why everybody does it. <laughs> so I did. I am the proud owner of a four-wheel drive Toyota Sienna. Nice. Awesome minivan. So yeah. Awesome. Very, very cool. Four -wheel Got to drive take advantage of the awesome rates at American One Credit Union. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure you took advantage of yes. the great low auto rates. Yes. Yeah. That was fantastic. That is, that is a, that's a soccer mom van. Yes, yes, it's fantastic. But four-wheel drive is clutch. I'm I telling mean, you, that's I am a big fan of the minivan because yeah. I literally can fit like my couch in there. When we bought a couch, you can throw the whole thing in the back of the minivan. It's yeah. beautiful. My neighbors, uh, actually, Trisha's uh, sister and brother-in-law, they have two minivans in their house. See? Really? Yeah, yeah two yeah. minivans. Ted and Angie? Two minivans. Wow. Yeah. How about that? That's a lot. It's a lot of minivans. <laughs> you need a moment to take that in. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen a two minivan family. I don't think I have. Yeah. I, I think yeah. this probably does a story on it. <laughs> we probably should. <laughs> we are not a two minivan family either. No. Subaru is the second car. Mm -hmm. So this is the, the time of year, uh, the post-Christmas uh, reckoning that everyone uh, overspent. Yeah. <laughs> It is, it is. You have to look at your account and go, oh yeah, we had a great Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> now the bills are coming <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. in. <laughs> yeah, so, so of course, everybody's thinking about that. So it's a great time to do a balance transfer promotion. So American One has that right now. And it, this one is very unique because not only can you balance transfer without any fees, which is very unusual, no fees, no charges, but you can also get reward points right now, which is very, very unique. So right now through the end of March only, to earn 10% back in rewards points is huge, huge, because usually you get zero for one thing. Yeah. <laughs> so 10% is just a huge offer right now. I know it's on everybody's mind. I'm seeing the chatter on social media about balance transfers and credit cards, and yeah. so it's a great time to take a look at our program. So what does that mean? We take uh, balances from multiple accounts and consolidate that right. into one? Yeah, so a lot of people just think, no, I'm not gonna touch it, I'm gonna leave it, or what have you, but you can really save yourself some money. You also need to get your bills to a place that you can see them so if you've got a one-off credit card I know I don't I've had those before and I just look at the bill once a month when I get it so am I thinking about the way that balance accumulates no so you need something that's attached in your app with your everyday banking because now I charged 24 bucks at the gas station the other day on my on my credit card and I went wait a minute transfer from the checking because I'm seeing it right in my app okay so one of the advantages not just moving it getting points getting a great interest rate but it allows you to see that balance and it keeps you motivated to pay that down. And I think there still is um, a lot of confusion. People are uh, asked to choose credit or debit when they're using their card. Yes, uh, at the gas pump especially, yeah. yes. So people, and people think that it's gonna maybe hit a different place in their account. There's all kinds of misunderstanding mm -hmm. with this. So when we use your debit card, so this is debit card, mm -hmm at the gas pump, it'll ask you to enter your PIN. And usually you're like, okay, just enter your PIN because you're doing what you're told and you're trying to take a mental break from the other things in your life. But when you do that, you actually get a larger hold on the rest of your funds in your checking account. So that'll often hold $75, I've seen it hold $100, and then you're only putting in 30 bucks worth of gas. Mm -hmm. So now this has occupied $130 of space in your account. So if you bypass PIN, 
or choose credit, every gas pump's just a little bit different, then that will only check the card for like $1, and then you put your $30 of gas in, and life is cool. And it yeah. doesn't occupy so much money out of your checking account. That's a... Uh that's great, great tip. Very practical tip. We got to get let the whole world know. Yeah, I'm sure you're educating a lot of your members on things like this, and you know, you have when you have members travel, you know, similar situation at a hotel. You know, yes. you don't want to get in a situation where you're have your debit card there and That's you can right. get into a similar situation. Yeah. So when you travel, you know, I'll, you'll hear the mantra of nobody should ever have a credit card. But that's just not practical. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very important, especially when you travel. Rental cars is the same thing. You know, the rental car place puts this astronomical hold to make sure that if you come yeah. back with a crash car, it's going to be okay. And uh, maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Yeah. But it is a large hold. And then the same thing at hotels. So you should use your credit card for those types of holds because it doesn't occupy that huge space in your checking account, especially when you travel and you know it always costs a little more than you think. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have that credit card option instead. Is there uh, any truth to the uh, fact or the, I guess, uh, uh, rumor, whatever, that mm -hmm. um, if your uh, credit card gets compromised, if it's a debit card, you risk um, not getting your money back versus... No. <laughs> <laughs> that is a funny myth out there. That's myth. No, That's the rumor. Yeah. Rumor. rumor myth. myth. Yes. Myth. So yeah. they're both. So whether it's Visa or MasterCard, our cards are Visa cards. The debit card is a Visa card. The credit card is a Visa card. So the fraud protections are the same. The nice thing by using your credit card for those purchases is if your credit card gets compromised and needs to be shut down, that's not your daily spending. So you can pivot to use your debit card or what have you. So I think that's where people maybe get that from is that you don't need to worry about the money in your credit card because the bill's not due yet or what have you. Okay. But truly the fraud protection is the same. So. Now these uh, reward points, what do you do with them? You can travel. Ah. You can buy stuff with them. You can travel. They're really great points. I like the gift card option. So when you accumulate your rewards and then at Christmas time or another celebration that you're going to, you can use a gift card, uh, apply those, and you can get like a $50 Target gift card when Ooh. you go shopping or go to a baby shower, save you some money. So if you have a big balance and you're transferring to uh, American One, you could end up with a... Well, you could get a trip out of it, maybe. And you get some nice points, yes. Yeah. Yes, I've enjoyed airline miles, had nice. some free trips off of my credit card points. It's really beautiful. And that's the other great thing about using the credit card, even versus the debit, is you get points for your credit card. So yeah. use that one. Definitely get something that's <laughs> working working for you. Yes. <laughs> we'll be back more with Janelle Merritt from American One Credit Union right after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. We're with Janelle Merritt from American One Credit Union. We're talking about uh, financial coaching. We're talking about getting back, uh, getting things strong in, in 22 and, you know, we were talking about credit card bills, balances. A lot of people do like to just kind of look at that with one eye, kind of. <laughs> but we really need, it's something we need to take a look at. And you guys offer financial coaching. Yes, yes. So it's interesting. The 
the more you should really dig deep and take a look at your financial situation when you're in a bad spot, the less you want to do yeah. it. You know, people let the envelopes accumulate because they don't want to look at the truth in there. And sometimes when you just face that and get some help from an expert, it's really not as scary mm -hmm. as it seems. So American One has over 20 financial coaches on our team. So this is a huge commitment that we've made and we really have them sprinkled throughout our branch network so that anybody at any place in any of our counties can go and, and book an appointment and really talk to somebody. So this is free. So how many times do you get to use the word free and expert in the same sentence? So you come to American One, financial coaches, it's, I, I like to use the term, this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. People went to class, they had to pass exams in order to become a certified financial counselor. That sounds really scary, so we just call them financial coaches. Uh, but these folks have specific expertise in helping people, even after bankruptcy, in a bad situation, just developing a spending plan. Mm -hmm. So from simple things to complex things, you know, use the free financial coaching at American One. Yeah, and I think, th you know, people have been, uh, uh, become afraid of uh, what are called debt counselors on late night TV ads. Yes, oh my gosh, so scary. Yeah. Yes, and for good reason there, <laughs> yes. But these are folks, you know, most of the time, this is going to be somebody that maybe you've even met. You've seen them mm -hmm. at your branch. You just didn't realize, oh, I could talk to you. You're my financial coach. Cool. And so we try to just remember to lead with empathy for folks because it's really hard to even just ask for help, let alone mm -hmm. then come to the next appointment. Right. <laughs> so we know how scary that is, and, and we're trying to just eliminate that fear for folks, and we're just there to help. And is there a point that you should uh, plan to meet with a uh financial coach is it after you are into some sort of financial trouble <laughs> well it's always better if you can do it a little before then uh, but at any point you know sometimes even looking at maybe you need to replace your vehicle you know we were talking about that in my situation a couple weeks ago and say okay how much can i afford on a car loan right you know it sounds like it should be an easy answer but it's not you have to really look at what are your ins and outs what is your spending plan and then people go my, my, my what? My spending what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How much can I afford on a car loan? I don't know. So that's a perfect time too to call up a financial coach. You can go online. Um, you can request an appointment right online on our website and then we will get that uh, request to our coaching team and somebody will reach back out to you. That's awesome. And uh, low rates still on auto loans. Now, I, oh my gosh, our yes. uh, new car new car and used car, are the rates kind of similar? Does that Same all? rate. Really? Yes, at American One, we do not differentiate between wow. the two. We don't care about the year of the vehicle. We don't care about that. Same rate applies across the board. Nice. Yeah, why should there be a different rate? I don't know. There is a, you know, I mean, yeah. places. There, sometimes <laughs> there, there is, and yeah. I'm with you. Why should there be? <laughs> I just like the low rate each time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. That's right. Well, we'll look forward to, I'm sure, a lot of uh, American One Credit Union events and savings opportunities and sales all throughout 2022. Janelle, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Uh, Janelle Merritt, Vice President of Community Partnerships at American One Credit Union. Dr. Austin Brown joins us on the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Joining us now on the morning show from Brown's Advanced Care, pharmacist, 
Dr. Austin Brown. Welcome. Gentlemen, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. And new dad. Is that your favorite new title? New favorite dad? title? Dad. It's got a good ring to it. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm not upset about it. I like <laughs> it a lot. It's been a lot of fun. It's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, tell us about the, uh, the new Brown in the family. Yeah, her name is Reese Noel. She is a month old and uh, she is the light of our life. She came and visited me uh, at She's work doing, with uh, Grandpa. Doing trade shows already. Doing trade shows, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you got to start them young, right? <laughs> so, uh, no, she stopped by the office and met the gang the other day and come and saw us. And she just turned a month old the other day. And she is uh, very expressive. She's going to have a, a lot of personality. And I'm in, I'm in big trouble. Yeah. I, I know I'm in big <laughs> trouble already. But a um, lot of fun. And uh, just trying to figure out what that life was uh, is going to be like with uh, being a dad and working and going to school and putting it all together. But she is uh, absolutely the light of our life, and she's already to, uh, yeah. she's already picked her uh, college. She has picked her college. Uh, At least for the meantime, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna let her figure it out. You know, scholarships are good, but yeah. uh, you know, she might be a little biased at our house. Yeah, <laughs> she probably doesn't realize she's gonna be a pharmacist <laughs> and right. a graduate yeah. of Yale. Have you yeah. have you and your yeah. wife projected ahead the uh, tuition in yeah. uh, 18 years? I don't years? even want to go there. <laughs> it's gonna be awful. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pick up three more gigs. That's <laughs> extra years when you're a pharmacist. How many years right. were you? Yep. At U of M. Uh, for pharmacy school, I was at uh, pharmacy school is four years, and then I got my undergraduate degree, and now I'm doing my master's. So by the time it's all said and done, I'll had twelve ish years of school. Oh my gosh! So, you know, you're a better better man than most, uh, <laughs> or just I don't know. What'd you get on your ACT? Oh man! Oh, you missed. Yeah, uh, you missed that earlier. We were talking about how uh, the SAT is going kind of digital, and some of the schools are not uh, really relying on those anymore. Gotcha. Bart got an eleven ninety. Uh, on his SAT. Okay. Did you take the SAT? I took the ACT. I did too, and I'd rather you not say what you got in front of me. I'll be honest with you, I don't even remember, man. <laughs> I'd have to go dig that report. I'm out. sure it was good. <laughs> I think it, I did okay, I think. Well, the, uh, testing, that's the big deal right now. People yes, uh, want to get tested. They, uh, you know, we have a high positivity rate, 30 to 40 percent, yeah. depending on what time it is. And if you, you feel unwell you want to get tested you do you do and it, you know, omicron right now is very contagious you know we're seeing a lot of cases of people who have been vaccinated and have been boosted um, and so we're seeing an uptick in the amount of you know the demand of the tests and they're going away as quickly as anybody can get them mm -hmm. um, we are fortunate to uh, we do have some in stock at the pharmacy they just showed up yesterday um, so we are trying to uh, meet the demand and be as, uh, as generous as we can with the whole community and limiting right now two boxes uh, per, per family that comes in to get them. That's four tests. And um, now we're also trying to uh, play in that space and help the public figure out the free COVID testing landscape right. that just dropped on the 15th of this month. So we're still playing in an ever-changing world with the, with the COVID pandemic. and. Um, you know, that versus vaccinations and keeping those rates up and boosting mm -hmm. people. The kids are, um, you know, now getting their vaccines. So it's it's still busy out there. The uh, one thing that's been interesting about the at-home tests, it seems uh, every time I've gotten one, it's been a different brand. Um, so it tells me a lot of people are getting involved in, in, the, uh, in these rapid tests. Um, I've, I, when I was telling someone you were gonna be on, one of the questions 
um, they asked me to ask was, when should you take the COVID test? That's a great question. Yeah. So, Bert, kind of like you mentioned, you know, you get that phone call, hey, I, I tested positive, or yeah. hey, I had an exposure, and right. you know, you're connecting all those dots. What's the first thing you think of? Oh, I gotta go run and get a test right now. But you feel fine, right? Mm -hmm. So, a lot of what we're seeing is, and this is why those kits have two tests in them as yeah. well, Five days after an exposure or potential exposure is kind of that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. um, certain tests might tell you a little bit differently in terms of the, you know, there's a little bit of a plus or minus in the days, but five or so days after a, an exposure is a good time to try to take that test. Oh, okay. um, reason being is, um, you know, there's a little bit of a lag time in the virus um, building up in the system if you did have an exposure. Um, and so a lot of the rapid antigen tests those work by detecting the amount of virus in the body. So if you test too early, you might still have the virus in there, but mm -hmm. the, the amount is not there enough yeah. to, to ping a positive test. Um, so what we're telling people is, because people still want to come in and check right away yeah. to see, did I get exposed? Because if it was in that window. Um, what I've been telling patients and telling people is, you know, if you want to take that first test today, go for it. See how you're feeling, check your symptoms, maintain your safe practices, wear your masks, sanitize, social distance. A couple days later, um, if you do feel like you're getting some symptoms or maybe if nothing else has changed, take that second test. Okay. And that's kind of a secondary verification um, as to a negative or, as I have had people test negative and then a couple days later come in and mm -hmm. test or test again and they were positive. So use those two tests um, those days apart. But yeah, the sweet spot, probably five days, okay. I would say. Well, I wonder about the um, accuracy. You said there's a million companies with those tests out there, and I talked to someone yesterday. Well, they took the test three times in one day. First two uh, results were negative. The third time was positive. So which is it, you know? Right, and that's the frustrating part is with demand being as high as it is and all the companies that are getting in the game making these different mm -hmm. types of products, um, and all these products still being under a emergency use authorization, um, just to keep demand up, um, sometimes people, it's important to remember that we have to keep up our good manufacturing processes. Right. So, and with any test, there is going to be some kind of a percentage rate of false positives or false negatives. So with the amount of tests that pay, you know, they're getting cranked out, um, is the likelihood of that happening going to be there? Yeah, there is a slight possibility of it happening, um, which is why we always tell people, you know, this is a great, a great tool to help know where you stand, but mm -hmm. be mindful of how you feel, yeah. continue to do those safe practices. It's not a get out of jail free pass in terms of the other things that we need to do to keep each other safe. Um, it's another tool that we have in that tool belt. Yeah. So that's an important thing to mention. Uh, I have, uh, I've heard on some, on the rapid tests that if you are positive and you're sick, that line, like the, the pregnancy test line, it's showing up very, very, very quick. Is there any uh, truth to that or is that just anecdotal? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a good question. Um, and a lot of those tests, when you're reading those packages and things like that, it's, you know, if, even if it's that faint line, yeah. it does not have to jump off the page at you. If you see a faint line, then that's, a, that's worth the discussion to the doctor or um, okay. wait a few more days and take that second test to see if that changes. But um, yeah, they, they worked very similarly. Like the technology is pretty much a pregnancy test. Mm -hmm. It's a kind of a, um, a gel analysis. So um, when you do see that happen, those results show up in 10 minutes because that technology is not new to us. We've yeah. used that forever. So um, the results are gonna be pretty clear. Um, so you wouldn't part. have you wouldn't have almost COVID. 
No, you don't have yeah. it. Yeah, yep. it's, yes it's or either no. yes yeah. or no. Yeah, it's yes or no. It's yeah. not you're getting there. It's yeah. if that that line is there, right. that's that's a indicated a positive. So. Folks that are testing at home and they're doing the self isolation because maybe their symptoms their symptoms are light, mm -hmm. um, but the symptom their maybe cold symptoms are still kind of staggering on and on and on. So I'm seeing a lot of people that aren't sure when they can kind of go back out. Is that are you seeing that too with the cold and flu season we're in? We are. Um, and it's kind of, you know, I always kind of tell people, especially since the, the symptoms I seem to be more mild for a lot of people right mm -hmm. now with, with Omicron, at least that's yeah. not for everybody, but that's what we're hearing is, you know, yeah, I thought I had a cold. I thought I just had a right. stuffy nose and it, it turns out it's COVID. So we are seeing that. Um, everybody's guidelines in terms of the work requirements and the things that we need to do right now are different, mm -hmm. but general rule of thumb is if you're still symptomatic, um, it's worth testing yourself again to see if you are still positive because okay. the likelihood that you would maybe be able to transmit that infection to somebody else is still there. Okay. So waiting for symptoms to clear or waiting for that 14, you know, 10 to 14 day window, um, depending in some cases for like healthcare personnel, it could be five, um, which is a little short in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, if you're feeling symptomatic, um, still test and still be cautious because, um, you know, we're, we're trying to nip this in the bud as yeah. best we can. I think I it seems like people have gotten uh, more lax about, you know, the quarantine period. And, I, you know, early on, people were putting police tape across their bedroom doors. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't come anywhere near right. me. Right. But there are people that, well, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm all better. I, I guess we can go out to dinner. Uh, yeah. It's just, it seems like that. And I think we're that's two years into a, we've got fatigue as it's well. Exactly. Yeah. We're fatigued. Uh, we were talking earlier to Pfizer's um, testing a new version of the uh, vaccine that is specifically geared toward uh, Omicron. Uh, it sounds like um, that's going to be a long process. Uh, is it going to be in time because we're in this Omicron wave right now? Yeah, and that's a great that's a great question. And there's a lot of uh, speculation as to, you know, is it going to uh, be the best use of time? And I certainly think it's great to explore all the possibilities for manufacturing these different types of vaccines. And a lot of that is because of the way these viruses mutate and the original uh, target for the virus was that spike protein that helps enter the body. And that's one of the variations that we've seen is that protein changes. So as we've seen vaccine efficacy potentially change as variants emerge, the question is, do we re-engineer the vaccines to go after those, those new variants in the new way those proteins present themselves? Getting that process down in a timely fashion where you're going to be able to uh, capture it before a virus mutates again, nobody knows the answer to that. Mm -hmm. um, but what we've seen so far with the data we have is even with the vaccines that we do have, something is better than nothing. We always still recommend get vaccinated, get your boosters, um, and do everything you can. And we're gonna see other products come down the line. There's antiviral products that are now out um, that are oral products to uh, go in addition to the vaccines. Um, the monoclonal antibodies we've all heard a lot about. And now we're finding with the Omicron variant, there's certain um, antibody products that no longer work. Mm -hmm. So it's still from a scientific aspect, when you're racing the clock to try to find a solution, that part is very pressing and can be frustrating. But seeing the, the technology and the science evolve to come up with solutions in kind of real time has been, you know, a fascinating process yeah. in some respects. So. I want to go back to 
tests for for a quick second. Sure. It's costing people a lot of money. It is right. You know, we're we're you're paying. You have to get the test. You know, in certain situations, is there going to be a situation? Uh, you know, obviously we can get four free from the the government. Mm -hmm. Is there a situation where folks can get reimbursed for some of these tests? Yeah, that's a great question. So that is what we are starting to see now. So private insurance companies um, are now reimbursing people or paying for the COVID tests. Um, I believe it's up to eight of them a month in wow. some respects, depending on the payer. So one of the things I, I always, you know, we've been getting these questions in the pharmacy is the best thing you can do um, if you are insurance, you know, private commercial insurance through work or what have you, check your policy that you have and talk with your insurance company to see what their recommendation is. Um, a lot of them are reimbursing after purchase, so mm -hmm. hang on to your receipts. There are forms um, I've seen when I've looked at different insurance company websites, they have a form printed out or you can print it out. You submit that with your receipt and then reimbursement will come back to you in the mail from your insurance company. They are telling people, be patient, it's mm -hmm. taken at least 60 days to get people back due to the demand, so hang on to your receipts. Um, caveat with some of these things that, that they didn't really broadcast too much, if you are a Medicare or a Medicaid patient, they are not covered through insurance. Mm -hmm. So you do need to go to covidtest.gov and um, go click and there's that link is up now. I went okay. and checked that through the United States Postal Service. You can put your, your name, your address, and they will ship um, the two uh, test kits to you to your household and that's that's all you need. So for Medicare and Medicaid patients or uninsured, um, that is the way that they want people to go about that. Um, take advantage of the free testing clinics that are available. Um, there's lots of information on the uh, covidtest.gov website about that as well. Great, so. thanks, thanks for all the uh, awesome information and continued um, uh, good luck in, uh, with the new baby. Thank and you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks. All right. From uh, Brown's Advanced Care, Vice President also of the uh, Advanced Care Provider Network, Dr. Austin Brown. <laughs> uh, the morning show wraps up after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. So uh, you're going to the Pistons game? I am. Little Caesars Arena. Maybe you'll be lucky enough to get the new Batman Calzone, which is uh, now available from... Little Caesars. Oh my gosh. It's a bat-shaped, buttery-tasting calzone crust filled with garlic, white sauce, cheese, and julienne pepperoni combined <laughs> with a pepperoni pizza and served with a side of crazy sauce. Seven ninety-nine cool. for a limited time starting yesterday. Cool. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen the words julienne pepperoni next to each other before. No, just uh, julienne tomatoes. Yeah. Or Julian carrots. You I know, bet that's a uh, that would idea. make a good pillow. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be people falling asleep next to it. I'd eat that. Yeah, for sure. It does. I mean, it looks like a great idea. It's a lot of crust, a lot of pepperoni. Yeah, it looks good. 
I know you did some of your uh, Christmas shopping at the Somerset Collection, <laughs> and uh, they are, here's good news for you, they're adding a Gucci uh, men's store. You know, good. <laughs> and they're adding a new Gucci store in downtown Detroit. Finally. Across from the uh, Hudson's uh, construction project. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. We were yeah. just down there. I can't yeah. picture where that Gucci store's going to go. Well, um, Michael, where uh, Under Armour Under Armour's pulling out. Yeah, so is Nike. They are? Eventually. They're well, going to go just uh, online only, so well, that, that store will eventually go away as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if, I don't know about a downtown Gucci store. Gucci. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But the lines are very long. That's why I've never been in one. Mm -hmm. No, you were in one. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. <laughs> All right. My wife was. Oh, okay. That's where, yeah, that my wife was, not me. Mm-hmm. No. No. But you after could. the show, I'll be going to Dunkin' Donuts for three hours until my next meeting. <laughs> so if anyone wants ACT prep, meet me over there. So now you're finally admitting it. I don't think I went. I wouldn't have sat at Dunkin' Donuts for three hours. Well, you went into the Jackson High School, take your test, and you looked around, and you got intimidated, and you left. Well, of course I got intimidated. There was a <laughs> test being handed out. And there's a lot of laughter up there. We're going to be going to the ACT scores after this because <laughs> as dumb as I may be, I, I have a feeling that my, my scores might be a little higher than some of those boys up there. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, but you are you are um, cumulatively adding. Yes, your scores. I am. You are allowed to cumulatively <laughs> have, and that goes toward your scholarship dollars if you're an athlete. That's how it works. Ah, that's it. Okay, so you yeah. can get an 18, 18, 18, and aggregate them together for a twenty-three. Quick, add or those three numbers together. No, you don't add them together. You just take <laughs> yeah. your best. And there's proofs. There's on, proof somewhere on, that I got a 23 <laughs> aggregate. Who's on the show tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow we have John Waldron, president of County National Bank. I guarantee he did better than me on his AT, ACT score. And that's all for today. We'll see you this afternoon.